How many of you know he's a way maker? He is a spiritual worker. He's a promise keeper. That is who you are, God. Hallelujah. He is such an awesome and wonderful God. Yes, God. I'm going to sing a little bit of this song. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of his spirit washed in his blood this is my story this is my song praising my Savior all the day long. Amen. Good morning. How's everybody? Amen. 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 God has been good. He has been a blessing. He always bestowed different things down to us each and every day, and I thank him for that. 
Amen. I want to give reverence to my God and my Lord Jesus, because without them, I wouldn't be here. I want to give honor to my hubby, Reverend Greer, the Pastor Greer. Y'all can give him a hand. Amen. The angel of this house. And to all of you, my brothers and sisters today, get this together. Matter of fact, I'm going to take it off. Amen. Can we all please stand for our prayer? Our Father, thank you again for this, your day. Thank you for allowing us to come, God, just to fellowship with one another. Thank you for being in the midst, God, as you always are. You said we're two or three gathered in your name that you would be in the midst. Lord, I ask that you decrease me. I ask that you increase in me. Hide me behind the cross, God so that your image can be upon me, God. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, give me the words for your people today. Thank you, God, for being God. Thank you for being the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And we give all these things to you, God, in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I was so nervous earlier. Woo! God is so good. He always gives you, he just calms your spirit. Amen. Thank you for calming our spirits today. Amen. And we're going to come from the book of Exodus. That's the book after Genesis and the book before Leviticus. Amen. So we're going to go to the Old Testament. Amen. Exodus, the 12th chapter, verses 13 through 15. Are we all there? If you're not, say Bible study, as pastor would say. <laughs> Amen. And it reads, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever, seven days Everybody say seven days. Shall ye eat unleavened bread? Even the first day ye shall put away leavened bread, leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day unto the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And the word of God is blessed. May the Lord add a reading and blessing to the readers and hearers of these truths. You may have your seat. Amen. Let's go to work. Amen. Today I'm going to be preaching on the topic, I followed the instructions. Repeat after me. I followed the instructions. I didn't hear y'all. I followed the instructions. Instructions. 
One thing that I understood in my studying of this is that the scriptures are very deliberate. Everything written has been written for revelation and instructions. It is written for specifically, you're going to hear this word specifically, for us to have a guide and a reference. For thousands of years, God has chosen these specific situations and these specific people to speak to and teach us his ways. The Bible is not just for us to read or just for us to get a good story, but it is for us to get a revelatory word from God. It is for us to get a revelatory word from God. I'm not here to entertain y'all today. You, you know, this morning, I'm just here uh, for you to get a revelatory word. I'm here to inform you to stand on the word of God. Through your trials, through your tribulations, stand on the word of God. It says to follow these small instructions. Amen. God said, I have some instructions for you. Amen. I'm going to give you a little bit of foundation first, a little bit of background. Amen. This was the time when God gave some specific instructions to Moses. It's right there in your Bible in chapter uh, 1 through 11. He said he's about to deliver them out of Egypt. You know the story of how the Israelites had been in bondage and in captivity for over 400 years as slaves. He says, I'm going to deliver you out of bondage and captivity. Have you ever found yourself in a situation feeling like you're in bondage? Feeling as though there isn't any hope. Ask your neighbor, are you in bondage today? Are you in bondage today? See, the enemy wants you to, he wants you to keep, he wants to keep you in bondage and captivity so that your thought process is not of God. He wants you to stay mentally abused. He wants you to stay emotionally abused. He wants you to stay spiritually abused. He wants you to stay physically abused. Are you in bondage today? He wants to make sure that you stay broke, bust down, disgusted, okay, at a place where you want to give up. And I can imagine how the Israelites were feeling like they wanted to give up. 400 years in captivity. That's a long time. But God said in his word that he will never leave you nor forsake you, which tells me that Satan is a liar. Can I get a witness today? He is a liar. In Romans 8 and 23, it says to hold on to God's unchanging hand. The hymnal says to build your hopes on things eternal, to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Is that what the hymnal say? In Proverbs 1 and 22, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. In Proverbs 3 and 5, it said trust 
in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on thou under your own understanding. Is that what the word says? The enemy is trying to leave you coverless. So now that I've got your attention and I have given you some foundation and to tell you that you have to stay, keep the instructions in your heart. It's time to go to work. Ask your neighbor, are you ready for the instructions from the instructor? At this time, God had given Moses and Aaron some specific instructions for the Passover. They were ordered or instructed to take a lamb and prepare it to eat with bitter herbs. When preparing a lamb or a goat, God instructed Moses and Aaron to cook it thoroughly. They said, do not eat any raw meat. There was a custom at that time that you didn't eat raw meat. God is very, very specific. He said, do not boil it. He said, roast it, including the, roast it, including the head. He said the legs and the internal organs. He was very, very specific. He said, and do not, let me tell you how specific he was. Do not leave anything left over for the next day. Amen. If you left anything left over, it should have been burned before the morning came. Tell your neighbor, God is very specific. In order for us to understand the dynamics of what God needed for them to do, they had to follow, like I said, specific what? Instructions. Can you remember when God gave you specific instructions or orders? There was a time when I thought that I was the stuff, okay? I was the stuff. I was in my 20s. Come on. Come on. We can all attest to being in your 20s thinking that you ain't, you got it all and you a bag of chips. Amen. I can remember raising my son thinking that I had given him everything he wanted and everything he needed. I was the greatest mother. I was the greatest woman. I was everything. I'm like I said, I'm in my 20s and I was a bag of chips. One day, God said to me, you are going to listen and follow these instructions. Life got real bad. Come on, y'all. Life got real bad in my 20s. My father would always tell me, thank you, God. And I know my father's watching. He said, one day you're going to run into that wall. And that wall is not going to be, that your head is the one that's going to be bleeding, not the wall. He used to tell me that all the time. You keep hitting your head. It's not the wall that's going to be bleeding. It's going to be your head. I can remember that. Everything fell apart. I can remember that because at the age of 27, I gave my life back to God. Let me tell you, we all stray. We all have been short, coming short of the glory of God. We all have stayed away from the church. We've all done that. Yes, we have. But God said, I have some specific instructions over your life. Where I am today is because at 27, 
I followed those specific instructions. God ordered them to prepare a lamb that was of one year of age or younger. You see right there in your Bible, you can read it. But in my studies, I asked God, why one year or younger? The con now listen at this. The concept of the Lamb of God fits well within John's agent of Christology, meaning ology, meaning the study of, in which sacrifices made as an agent of God or a servant of God for the sake of eventual Victoria, victory. So here it is. The reason I'm doing this is because at the end, you're going to get victorious. Amen? We must understand what God is trying to tell us, which brings me to my first point. As the Clark sisters would sing, is your living in vain? No, of course not. God then instructs Moses and Aaron to tell the people to eat in a hurry. And if they have any more than what the family need, he said to share it. Can you imagine being in captivity uh, for 400 years and now I got to share my food if I got some left over? So that's why I'm saying God said, I have specific instructions. Specific. It reminds me of today's society that when the pandemic hit, you could not find toilet paper. You could not find sanitizer. And I haven't seen a can of Lysol in about five months. He said, I will supply all your needs. He said, he is a keeper. He said, he is our strong tower. He is our way maker. He said, he is a shelter in the time of storm. He said, he is the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He said, I can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can think or ask. Tell your neighbor to follow the instructions. He said, then, do not leave anything left over. Burn it before morning. It's right there in verse 10. You can read it for yourself when you get home. It is at that time the people of Israel knew that God was serious because they had followed the instructions. There should never be a time that you're not waiting on the Lord. His word says in Psalms 27 and 14 states, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I said, on the Lord. I can remember giving my son specific orders. You know, you the head of your household. You're, you're not married and you have children. So I was the head of my household at that time. So I gave my son some, spe some specific instructions. I said, first, you're going to come home and you're going to do your homework. He said, and now you're going to be in after you go out, be in before the lights come on. When you get home, I need you to clean up your room. These are specific instructions. Take a bath and go to bed so you can get up in the morning for school. Hmm. I pretty much call that my instructions. But he wanted to do it his way. 
you got to remember, we are children of God and we fall short. But God always gives us instructions. Amen? So now you done did it your way. Because at this time, you have to remember, I'm the head of the house. So now he's got to get a whooping for everything. I whooped you for coming home late. I whooped you for not cleaning up your room. I whooped you for not doing your homework. I whooped you for not taking out the trash. So because he didn't follow my instructions, me, the instructor, had to put my foot down. And sometimes God has to do that. He has to put his foot down on us because we don't follow instructions. The word says in Hebrews 12 and 6, for the Lord chastens or disciplines the ones he loves. Come on now. I had to whoop him. Tell your neighbor to follow thee. Now, God had to chastise us for that, which brings me to our second, my second point. God's promise through your instructions. At this particular time, God remained in control. God had not forgotten his promise to his people. In fact, God had already been fulfilling his promise to make a great nation from Abraham. God said, wear your traveling clothes. Now, you know, wear your traveling clothes while you're eating. That means we are going to be in a hurry. He said, wear your sandals and carry your walking stick in your hand. Tell your neighbor to pay attention to the instructions. Don't go to the left. He said, eat your food quickly. For this is the Passover. It's right there in your Bible in verse 11. You can read it for yourself. God said, listen, I'm going to pass over the land and kill all the firstborn sons and firstborn male animals in the land of Egypt. Listen, God is not playing with these Israelites. Pastor and I was talking at dinner the other night on Friday evening, and I stated to him, we have all the technology in the world at our fingertips. You can Google anything. But one thing we can't understand is this pandemic. You know why? Because God said, I got this under control. God said, I got this. And if you follow my instructions, then you will come out of this. Amen? Tell your neighbor God's promise. Second Chronicles 7, 14, these are our instructions. The first instructions, it says, humble themselves. The carnal-minded per pe person would exclaim and say, why should I humble myself? I've arrived, and I have a good job, a great spouse, lots of money. The second instruction says, pray. Pray to who? This is how the carnal-minded people would say, a God that allows you to go through a pandemic. Oh, but he didn't allow me to go through it. Third instructions, it says, seek my face. These are instructions specific. Seek my face. What does that mean to seek someone's face? The fourth instruction is said, turn from your wicked ways. I'm not wicked. I give all my clothes to the goodwill. Oh, you're wicked. Then he says, 
if you do these things, specific instructions, I will hear from heaven and heal the land. But see, we're so busy not listening to the instructions, and we're so busy trying to fix this thing that God has already ordained and already allowed that we can't even hear the instructions. It's right there in your word. Why should I, why should I heal the land when you are not even servants and disciples of Christ? He's given us instructions. Tell your neighbor, don't miss out on the promise. Which brings me to my third and last point. God deliver according to his plan. They could not conduct the feast of the Passover however they wanted to. He was so specific. If you read it, he was very, very, very deliberate and specific. They were not delivering themselves. God is the deliverer. When you are living according to God's plan, and when you find yourself in a difficult situation, you have to know who the deliverer is. You have to know who the provider is. You have to know who the redeemer is. You have to know who the savior is, and you have to know who the king of kings is. I'll keep going. You have to know who the Lord of Lord is. You have to know who the way maker is. You have to know who the instructor is. You have to know who the teacher is. You have to know who the coach is. We have to know when to ask the coach to put us back into the game. You have to know who the instructor is. God has specific instructions for Moses and Aaron. These are your regulations. Regulations mean their instructions. It's right there in your Bible. No foreigners are allowed to eat the Passover lamb. That's in verse 43. But any slave can eat if he's been circumcised. That's in verse 44. It's right there. Hired servants and visiting foreigners may not eat. That's in verse 45. All who eat shall eat together in one house. Tell your neighbor God is specific. God continues to fulfill his promise. And he led the Israelites out of Egypt. The Israelites followed God's instructions. It wasn't the blood of the lamb. It was the covenant that they had with God and obeying his commandments to apply the blood. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4 and verse 22 states, but understand this. That in this day, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful unholy, heartless, 
unpeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, denying its power. Come on, Earl. The word says to avoid such people. The word says to avoid such people. The word says to avoid such people because God, God knew the Israelites was ready. They were ready to be put back in the game. You had to follow the instructions. He knew that they had to be ready and following the instructions. He said to only eat the unleavened bread. That means with no yeast. The yeast should not even be in your household. He was very specific. He was very specific. He said keep your clothes on and your shoes on because we're going to be in a hurry. We're going to be in a hurry. We're going to be in a hurry. He said, make sure that the blood of the lamb is over your doorpost. He said, God came through with his promise. Tell your neighbor, God came through with his promise. Amen. If you're not standing, stand to your feet. I'm giving you some instructions because I hope what we're teaching will cause you to live a more consecrated life because God knew that one day that Pilate would have to follow some instructions that marched him to go get the hill, the hill, some called Calvary, some called the hill of execution. On Friday, they hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head in the locks of his shoulders for me and you. He died all day Friday and all day Saturday. He laid there. He died for early, 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 early Sunday morning. He got the instructions because he had all power in his hands. Power for us to walk right. Power for us to talk right. Power for us to live right. Amen. How many know that he has the power? You got to follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. Tell your neighbor to follow the instructions. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good to me. Hallelujah. You're so worthy. You're so worthy. You're so worthy. You're so worthy. You're so worthy, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I follow the instructions. I follow the instructions. God is good. Yeah. Yeah, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. 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 God's good. 
praise his name. Praise his name today. Because he's so worthy. 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 Hallelujah. Praise your name, God. The instructor. Jesus, the living of the valley, the bright morning sun. He's everything, 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 everything. Hallelujah. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. <laughs> 